everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. Yep, I have a beautiful, very magical, very wild guest for us today. My friend and the founder of Women Gone Wild series, Rhonda Swan. You're going to love her like I do. But before I bring on Wanda, where's Patty? Because I have no idea as a rule. So this way I have to look and know where I am. So if you are looking at this, the week we first dropped, which is the week of Monday, September 11th, uh, 2023. Again, remember September 11th, that still day stays with us. But versus a day of tragedy, we turn it into a day of hope and prayers on occasion. But happy week of September. The year is flying by. Um, if you are listening to it then, this weekend, I'm going to be at the old Baraboo Inn in Wisconsin. It's this old saloon. It's supposed to be crazy haunted. Um, and it's a, all Patty weekend. We are doing, I'm doing a workshop, I'm doing ghost hunts, I'm doing seance. Um, there may or may not be tickets left, but go to the old Baraboo Inn. They have Facebook page and everything. If you're anywhere near or want to be near Wisconsin. Um, this week, I am teaching my regular classes at University Magicus. Tuesday, my magic class, and Wednesday, my goddess class with Sebastian. So, universitymagicus.com or magicu.org. Next weekend, September 22nd through 24th, I'm going to be doing a very magical weekend at Resonant Essentials in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I've never been to Albuquerque, but I'm doing several different workshops, a seance or gallery, private sessions at this beautiful place that is actually there to support other spiritual and magical businesses. It's a business about supporting people who, because so many magical people want to go into business, but they're not business people. So I met these people in Bisbee, Arizona several months ago, and they've invited me in. So if you're anywhere near Albuquerque or want to be, join me. It's going to be really great. After that, I'm headed for Massachusetts, the Massachusetts MassParacon.com. My friend Sam Baltrusis. It's going to be a great event. All sorts of people are adding on. Um, so join me there. And then I'm going to fly off for Tasmania, but you can't join me there because that's private. When I get back, October 6th through 8th, Orange County Paracon, ocparacon.com, is now actually going to be a virtual event. So you could do it from your living room. You could do it in your jammies all by yourself, but it's going to be a great event. The weekend, the next weekend, the weekend of October 13th, which was supposed to be a Vulture City that just had to get postponed due to personal reasons of the producers, but we'll be back next year. I actually have been hired to do something else that weekend, but I don't have any information on it yet, but I will. Um, October 19th through 22nd, join me in Texas. If you heard of the Haunted Hill House, I'm going to be doing an event where you guys can go to with my partner, Natalie Jones from Paraflix. It's a whole Paraflix event um, with the Ghost Hunter Girl. So it's Haley Michelle, Moon Girl, um, Alicia Cosmic Divine Goddess, myself, Natalie. It's Girl Ghost Hunter. So join us at Haunted Hill House. Go to my website or go to any of my social medias. We're advertising a lot or Natalie's or Paraflix. Um, so that's when you can come hunt ghosts with us. And then it's Halloween. So where do I always spend Halloween? It is in New Orleans at the Vampire Ball. We take over the city for like five days. Witches Ball, Vampire Ball, take over um, the House of Blues. And it's really fun. And it's a great place to spend Halloween. And then I'm off for 
what am I off for that? Mid-Michigan Paracon. It's busy season. And that's a really great one too. It's my first time doing that. So midmichiganparacon.com. So if anywhere in the country that you are, I'm probably close to you somewhere. If you can't remember all this, because I personally can't, um, go to pattynegri.com or any of my social media pages. I post it all the time. It's on my website. And other than that, Go to Mystery Control and get some outfits so we can all match at these events. You can get um, Scared and Alone things, and hopefully that's coming back soon. You could get the Witch's Movie Coven, because Witch's Movie Coven will be on Wednesday, this Wednesday. I forgot to mention that, but where witches talk about witches and movie, you can grab your Witch's Movie Coven blanket or doll, your Black Phillip your t-shirt, your mug, and join us. Also, of course, check out Patty's Power Panties on also on Mystery Control and my Spellcaster line. And now I have a yoga line. We could have all sorts of cute matching outfits, boys and girls and all sizes. Um, secret, don't tell anybody. Code Patty for 25% off my Spellcaster and um, Power Panties and everything there. And other than that, I'm going to go to sleep now. No, not really. But that's where I am. Everywhere. You guys, thanks for putting up with me. This just helps me know because I don't. You should see what my calendar looks like. You should see poor Willow when she sees my suitcase. But she's in good hands. Um, anyway, that's it. Hey, everybody. Guess what time it is? It is time for the Willow Report. Yeah, this little princess who rarely wants to look at the camera. <laughs> I have to tell you one sad thing, though, with all this travel I've been doing lately, she is, oh, thank you. There's a yawn and there's a kiss. That's my baby. All this travel, she is now really recognizes what suitcases are. And I go out the door. I call my Uber or whatever because I don't make my husband take me to LAX at 2 a.m. I don't. Not worth it. So I pack the suitcase. I close the door, wait for the Uber. And inside, I just hear this. Little crying willow, it breaks my heart. But I promise her I'm always coming home, and I always do. But ah, it hurts. Don't wake up. Wake up, baby. But what I really want to talk about today is not my sad puppy. It's taking walks with our dog. Um, do you guys know, maybe you didn't, and now you will, you know how they stop to sniff? You actually are supposed to help them stop and sniff. That is what they do. Dogs' noses are so good when they stiff and sniff and sniff and sniff and you want to keep walking. Yeah, you got to get their exercise in, but let them do the sniff. What they are doing, they can tell every dog that's been there. They can actually tell what the dog ate. They can tell if the dog is healthy. They could tell the dog's mood. So this is like, you know, we have email. They have P-mail. Yes, they do. So let your dogs and your pups, it's part of what they do. They are dogs. They are sniffers. And in your house, in your apartment, they're just going to have the same smells all the time. When you take them out for their little walks, um, oh, I'm getting kisses, sweet kisses. Let them take a little bit of time and go slow and sniff every bush and sniff every tree because they're not really just smishing every bush and sniffing every tree. They're doing P-mail. They're seeing who else was there, their friends, their enemies, their pals, their buds, what they're getting for dinner as compared to what she's getting for dinner. So remember that next time and have a little bit more patience.
And that's it. That's a willow report. We're going to go cuddle now. Have a good day. Are you sleepy? Okay, hi everybody. For today's magic lesson, we're going to talk about easily biodegradable, earth-friendly poppets. You know I love poppets. I write about poppets, all sorts of good things coming for poppets. Poppets, what are poppets? Magical little dolls that can represent you or another person. People usually get freaked out and think, ooh, voodoo dolls, but not at all. These are actually more used for healing and magical purposes. They come in many different styles. You can make them yourself. You can buy them. They're simple. But sometimes you want something really simple and really fast and easily for those craft challenged. And I have discovered recently created the easiest, most powerful little puppets easily biodegradable, burnable, or floatable paper poppets. This is literally made out of or a little biodegradable organic white napkin that you use every night at dinner. I put the herbs in the head. I twist it around with a little string or something like that. Make little legs. It doesn't have to look this good. I put a little Sharpie face on it. I'm very careful to use things that can burn or biodegrade carefully, not going to hurt the ocean, but put your intent in this doll. And if you want something really fast and really easy and really powerful. Now, remember when you're twisting those herbs in the head and drawing the face, it's all about your intent. Maybe I'm doing a healing puppet. Maybe I'm doing bring me the love of my life puppet. Maybe I'm doing a money puppet and you want to send it off. I've been doing a lot of ocean work lately. But if you live near an ocean or a lake or a moving river, rivers are good because it takes the magic with you. You don't want to put anything that's going to hurt the environment or hurt the fish or hurt anybody. So one of these paper puppets with all natural herbs in it, are going to be fine. And test it first. If you're not sure about your napkins, get a bowl of water, stick it under your sink and see how it dissolves. If it dissolves really well and there's no plastic in it or anything like that, it's going to be fine. So create the puppet. And remember, the magic part is from when you were putting the herbs in the head and when you were twisting it on. That's all the magic. And then you want to take it and you want to take it to that stream or river or ocean put your intent in and you fling it off and you send it to the ocean. Now, if you don't have an ocean or you want to burn it, this is going to be a really easy burn over your cauldron or over your fire pit or over a big pot on your stove. Again, and you're not going to cause any noxic gashes, gases to hurt yourself because we have to take care of this beautiful planet and do our powerful magic at the same time. So puppets can be lots of things and they can be easy and for the craft challenges like myself. If I can do this, anybody can do this. So magic is everywhere. You just have to turn it into a little puppet sometimes. Hey everybody, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to the witching hour. Yes, the witching hour, that hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have some wild magic for you today. I have Rhonda Swan herself. Dear friend, I am working with her on the Women Gone Wild series. She's an international speaker, personal branding and business strategist, and our humble and amazing leader of Women Gone Wild. She has a book just out, a money book, and I am her just coming out intuition book. But I'm going to let her introduce herself. Rhonda, thank you so much for coming on my show. I am truly thrilled to have you. 
Oh my goodness, it's so great to be here, Patty. When you invited me, I was like, oh, yes, yes, and more yeses. More witches need to come together. Exactly. <laughs> um, so for anybody who doesn't know, they will. But tell us a little bit about where this came from, because you are like this this whole world within yourself, what you're creating. I mean, when we were at the thing in Orange County, what you brought together with women and and empowerment is, where did this come from? Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, um, like Patty mentioned, my name is Rhonda Swan. I'm, I'm actually the CEO and founder of a PR and branding firm. Um, that's kind of what I do, right? Not who I am, but it's what I do. We work with uh, entrepreneurs and help them go from best kept secrets to world renowned brands. Um, but I'm also the founder of this book series, like Patty had mentioned, and it's um, called Women Gone Wild, The Feminine Guide to Fearless Living. The first book launched a couple of years ago, right over there, that white one. And this is part of the wild series and a full encompass wild woman is w is wealth she actually attracts integral wealth into her life i is intuition and that is the book that patty's in that we're launching next june um intuition is like really tap into our intuition you know we as women are um we're so intuitive that and so often we either follow our intuition or we get sidelined and we allow the programming of the world to forget really what our true north is. And that's, this book is about small stories of women. It's being considered the chicken soup for women empowerment. Um, and intuition is a really exciting um, book. And I'm so happy to have you as one of the authors as well, Patty. And then leadership and diversity. So a full wild woman is someone that embraces all of the uh, four pillars of being wild. And, you know, this book actually came in a kind of an interesting way, Patty. We, uh, uh, you know, here I am, I'm, I was a corporate executive, you know, 20 years ago, and I was that woman that was really fighting up the corporate ladder. You know, I have my master's degree and I'm like, I don't want to be anything like my parents. And sad to say, I love my parents dearly. And I thought that back when I was younger. Um, but my family's also a, we're Native American. We are, come from the Cherokee Indian tribe. My great grandmother was like a medicine woman. She was a, um, yeah, she was like a, um, you know, she was a witchy lady, right? And I remember being really, really young and going to areas around the world and where my family was from in, in, um, in uh, goodness, the Tennessee. And we would, we would collect arrowheads or, and we would, you know, my grandmother was always, she always had incense and she was very, very witchy. And I grew up kind of wanting to be not like that. I thought if I see another, you know, dream catcher, I'm going to barf when I, you know, I'm in my like teens Rebellion. because at that time, you know, I, I, I was born in the 70s, 73, but at that time, like it was about women, really big empowerment, but not the empowerment that we really lean on now. Right. It was, it was like, fighting where we're battling this feminism, like fighting in to get our roles in the corporate office. And, and sadly enough, I really bought into all of that. And what I found is growing through my corporate life and then starting my own company is that I was fighting to achieve, but I was leaving corpses of dead sisters along the way. And I know that sounds pretty crass. However, it was a very big reality in my life and I didn't even know it because I was, and you know, I don't put any blame on anything, but there's like, you know, this bubble of patriarchy, right? Of, you know, let's, let's be a ball busting woman. And in order to be respected or get success, you've got to be this type of lady. And I bought into it and that's what I became. And I slowly found myself not sitting at tables with many women. 
So when I quit my corporate job and I started my company, I really wanted to focus on how do I help more women, right? Create life and create success without it being ball busty. And, you know, sure enough, about, I don't know, four, three years ago, I was at an event with uh, some of my clients and they were all women and we're sitting there. We're like, whoa, like, wow, we don't, this is not always happening. We should write a book about it. And uh, let's write this book. And it's going to be called, at first it was Designed to Lead. And it was the Feminine Guide to Fearless Living, but it was called Designed to Lead. And it was like, um, it, it's for some reason that title didn't fit. And the title needed to change. And we didn't know why. But it was because it was still too corporate. Designed to Lead, like it was just too corporate. And so Women Gone Wild popped up into our consciousness one day. And people were like, oh, that reminds me of Girls Gone Wild. Like, why would you ever do a book about Girls Gone Wild, right? And we're like, oh, well, maybe that should be the title because it's kind of polarizing. You know, we're the older women of the Girls Gone Wild era, but we're conscious, we're more connected, we're more spiritually driven. And so we decided to write that book. And um, and then of course, there's another bigger story but about why the Wild series came about that we can tap into. But yeah, this is really a passion. It became a passion project that's now really turning into part of more of like who I am and what I believe in. How do I help more? women understand the things that I know, which is branding and PR and getting things out to the world and sharing a message, but how do I connect to their hearts and their souls so women stay more connected together? Yeah. And you really, really, really do succeed at that because you always keep it about keeping your femininity, keeping yeah. you yeah. have to be that ball busting, whatever. Um, you keep it sexy. You even use the word sexy, which like, what, what? Like, yeah, be sexy and smart and everything else. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Success is sexy, you know, and I think that we get stuck with that. Either women feel that if I'm too successful now, you know, I'm, I'm not feminine or I can't stand in this space of saying, you know, I want to attract and deserve wealth into my life. I want to attract the right partner into my life. Like we get so shunned for doing that so often. And I think it's time for us to really truly step in and say, uh, 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 no, it's success is sexy. We can be sexy without, you know, being judged. Like, you know, there's so many parallels that, that happen in this world when women actually stand up and um, I'm, you know, taking a stand for them standing up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so what is it? So other than read your book series and, you know, see what Women Gone Wild is, what do you mm -hmm. think that women fall into the most or what would you be some simple suggestions like for some, wait, look at your life or take your life back or. Is there any yeah, little you know that yeah so the the book itself is really about um you know women being able to not only just tell their their short story to connect with other women so to inspire we know that stories create connection that's why when we're in school as kids we want stories we love stories and you remember those stories that's how we learn and instead of just writing a book about how to i said what if i took 25 women brought them together which is still it's common, yet it's still slightly uncommon and bring them together and say, look, let's come together and share a message and share our stories so we can inspire others. And um, the first book did really well. But what I, what happened is and this is kind of brings us why the witching hour is pretty uh, appropriate for this conversation is after the first book launched, we did well. And then I was like, OK, I'm just going to go back to my normal day to day. And instead of going back to my normal day to day, the 
the world, God, whatever you want to spirit had a different idea. And I, um, went into the to the hospital to get actually my implants removed because it was also part of that identity like taking those masks off and i was 25 i was a bodybuilder i got you know implants and i had been working with a shaman for about a year and peeling the layers you know we talk about this a lot patty where there's they call it peeling the onion right where there's all these programs and all this stuff and all these stories that we've been telling ourselves based on what's happened to us in our lives. Maybe you blame your parents or you blame, you know, whatever the situation was. And we live in that space. And I was like, you know, I have a 16 year old daughter now, but at the time I said, I, if I'm going to do one thing for my daughter, it's to help her become fully sovereign so that if she's going to peel an onion, it's not going to be the problems that I gave to her. I want to help heal and clean out this ancestral trauma that I've been carrying because like I mentioned earlier, my family was American Indian. We went through a lot of suppression, right? There's a lot of things that went through in the Native Americans. And, you know, I was kind of tough. And I was also, I knew that I was tough because I had broken away from my heritage, which was leaning into this medicine woman space. I wanted to be this corporate woman. However, I also knew that I was carrying a lot of baggage. And so I sat literally um, in front of a fire for hundreds and hundreds of hours, like probably 200 hours with a shaman no food, no water. Um, and we were, you know, I was working through this clearing and, you know, during these times I was visited by a lot of different spirits, spirits that were coming forward and like in support and women, like I felt like I saw my grandmother and I really thought that I was ready to be fully cleaned. And so in order to do that, I was like, I got to get these implants out. And so I go into surgery and I, found what the reason why we actually went into surgery is because I got, I got sepsis. I actually had this, my body was rejecting it. Yeah. It was crazy. So after like literally sitting by this fire, my body was already going, get them out, get them out, get them out. And I got fully infected and I had to rush to the hospital. I thought I was not going to wake up. I was looking at my husband and my daughter going, this could be the last time I see you because I'm in Bali. And this is during the COVID times. We don't always have a, the right medicine or the right antibiotics. Several people had died in like a span of like six months. It was really, really scary. And I go, of course I'm here. So I didn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't taken and I woke up, but I had my drum and I, I, I don't have my drum in here now, but I had my drum because when I was sitting by the fire, I was bringing back my ancestors. I was calling back in that witchiness, that you know, that spirit of my grandmother and I was playing my drum and I'm singing these Native American songs that I sing by the fire. And I tell you, Patty, I mean, I know you get it. It was, I was like, what is going on? Um, sitting in the hospital room and all of a sudden I was like faces of women, like witches, women have been burned at the stake, women that have been suppressed. Like I'm seeing visions and their faces are like there. And it was lucid. It was like, you're here. I see you here. And they were yelling at me and they're like, we need your voice. We need more from you. We need your voice. I'm like, I use my voice. Look at me. I'm so loud. They're like, no, no, no. We need more. And that's where this whole idea of, okay, we're going to do a wild series. We need to do more and to tell more stories for women. And I came out, you know, of the hospital, obviously I'm, I'm live and well. And, but that left such a big impression on my life. I'm like, wow. It's really true. Sometimes you have to create the space to allow spirits or allow spirit to come in to give you those messages. And here we are. I'm sitting here with you. 
That's amazing. So the, the wealth book is out now, correct? You can get it everywhere. You can get books, all yeah. sorts of places. Yeah, well, yeah, we can. The, the book now is in Barnes and Noble. It's in Target, Walmart, all over the world. You can get our wealth book. And um, yeah, next year we're going to be uh, launching Intuition, and that'll be actually in Sedona, Arizona. We're going to have a, a witchy retreat in uh, Sedona, Arizona, which is going to be really beautiful. And, and the public will be invited. We'll do a book signing in Barnes and Noble. But the point is to really bring women together, to sit together, those that have just different experiences and different ideas about life young women, you know, older women like Patty, you're, you know, we've got Diana Wentworth, who's been part of the book series, Chicken Soup for the Soul. If you've never seen it, they've sold 892 copies of this book or million, 892 million copies of the book, which is crazy. And um, she'll be there. And we're going to be sharing like what we know and our experiences so that more women can learn how to tap into their intuition. Because I think sometimes we forget, you know, we forget how to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I was honored to ask to, to do it. And it was like, then you sit down with your, your, you know, your blank computer screen. And this is something I teach. I have a school that teaches all that, but wait, now, how do I get this into a, for, for, for everybody, not just people who want to come to an esoteric school. And so I cannot wait to read everybody else's as I've met several of the women um, so far at the different events yeah. that you've had. Yeah from all over the world, from all over the world. Everybody flew in. There we were. And I'm meeting the most amazing of women that you've drawn in. Mm -hmm. um, so, you, you know, you talk about being unstoppable. This You're creating this big wheel that's kind of unstoppable in a fabulous way. Yeah, I appreciate that. So my, my family's called the Unstoppable Family um, because when we left 16 years ago from the United States, I was actually just telling the story. It's kind of interesting. I was just telling the story. We we left the USA and everyone's like, oh, good for you, right? You had all this money in the world. You can travel the world and live in Bali. I was like, actually, no, we, we lost everything back in 08 in a financial crisis, you know, the investing and all of that. And we left with literally $12,862.72 with our name and a vision and a vow to never put my daughter in daycare and rebuilt our life from there. Wow. And, you know, it was like, it's such a, I think a pertinent story, especially now with things that are going on in the world and people are not certain and they're unsure. It's like, look, you can do it. What, no matter what the scenario is in your life, no matter what card you've been dealt, you can actually turn that card into something beautiful as long as you know who you are, right? And you follow your own path and journey. Um, I share this with my daughter every day. I'm like, look at, you know, look what we get to do. But it wasn't because it was easy or handed to us, you know, and and it's 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 about us really finding and knowing that we're meant to be here. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, it's like now here we are, we get to meet people from all over the world. I mean, the Internet's brought us all over. We got a bunch of people over here from my Instagram. We're here recording with you. And it's like, what a beautiful way to create connection in the world. Yeah, it is great. And I must say, your beautiful daughter is, for 16, is so well spoken. I've seen her speak to the crowds and everything. And I wasn't quite like that at 16. I just, <laughs> boys, I don't know. I still, still play with Barbies. I still am. But no, so you've done something really well with her. So she never went into daycare, huh? <laughs> 
oh, she never went to daycare. I mean, she's homeschooled, you know, and that's also has its own challenges. And we're like, we're going to do the best thing for her. But that has its own challenges, right? That she gets to create her own, you know, ideas of what she wanted her life to look like. And, but it's really good when you can, you know, take moments in time and go, we made this decision. Now it's up to you what you want to do with your life. And that's now part of our, you know, bigger conversations with her. But yeah, she's really inspired to share her message with others. And that's something I always encourage to everyone, you know, no matter who you are, where you come from, share your story, talk about where you've come from, you know, inspire other people. That's what the world, that's what we need right now. We need more of us to talk about the things that we do, not just what we do great, things we've done wrong and bad. I mean, you know, and it's like more, the more we can get this, especially our younger generations, the more you know how valuable your story is. Wow. You can inspire someone to take that next step forward and, you know, stay in this 3D realm right now while we're here and, you know, explore other, you know, other dimensions, yet knowingly that this is kind of the, this is our home place. This is where we need to leave our mark. And, um, you know, it's, it, I think it's, um, it's just a really big conversation that we need to have right now. Yeah. And I think extra pertinent now in the post pandemic, because so many people like lost two years and especially children, especially kids. Exactly. exactly. They, it's like they lost two years of story. They have a story. We all have sort of this same story, but to get talking again, to get creating again, yeah. Yeah. And my daughter's an artist and she, during the pandemic time, it was also like, we saw all these young people, like you're stuck inside your house. You're staring at the screens all day. Right. And so we've got to know like, Whoa, wait a minute, what am I doing? And be aware of that. And she was like, she just dove right into her art. She's like, look, I'd rather, if I'm going to sit on my screen, I'd rather sit on my, you know, my iPad or my, my notepad and start drawing and use my emotions. Like this is such a big thing for young people. Use the emotions that you're feeling and create something with it, like create something with it, you know? And you know, that's something that, that, that she was able to do. Cause yeah, during the COVID times, I think there's a lot of things that are going to come forward now too. If we can help equip young people, how to use what might be going on in the world, they can actually help even inspire us, right? Because our actions are fully connected to our emotions. Our emotions are affected by our environment, meaning those that are around us. So if we're in an environment that doesn't feel good or you feel uncertain or you feel unhappy, right? Find yourself in a space that creates that, that happiness with you, like whether it's art or, you know, singing or, you know, creating like that is the medicine, right? The medicine is within our own art that we create. Completely. I am there with you a hundred percent. Okay. So going, going back to the books, yes. um, I love that your first book was about wealth because we yes. do create such weird stuff about money and order. Sure almighty dollar, all these weird, untouchable and things. Um, so again, I know there's a book with 25 different opinions of things, but what yeah. do you think that we, what we, do we need to let go of as a society, especially our Western society, our sense yeah. of lack and struggle that we have just yeah. lommed on? Yeah. I think you're right. I think we have lost a lot. That's why this book isn't really about money wealth. It's about redefining, you know, what the definition of money is to us. And that's, I think, the biggest storyline is, you know, there's wealth in so many different things. There's wealth in happiness. There's wealth in relationships. There's wealth in memories. You know, there's wealth in creating things. And I think the biggest message for those now, especially, is knowing what, what is wealth to you? 
you know, when we compare ourselves is really when we lose ourselves because when we're looking at others and saying, oh, I want that, you have no idea how their life really is. You know, like I know a lot of millionaires and billionaires and they are really unhappy. They use a lot of drugs. They, they drink a lot. They don't go to bed and feel great when they lay their head in their pillow. To me, laying your head in your pillow with peace is wealth, you know, and, and, and there's so many other ways that you can shift the way that you feel about like the physical, like I've got money in my hand, you know, like I, we, we still do this and I, and I did it for a long time because I was, I had a weird relationship with money as well. Like I thought wealth is in money made me successful and made me wanted or made me loved. And I started really appreciating money. Like I'd see a penny and be like, Whoa, wealth day. Yes. Right. Like every single thing you can find wealth in everything. Right. And attract more of that energy because we're frequency. That's what we are. We're, we're our bodies. We are literally energy. And so the universe will match our frequency. So if you're feeling lack or you're feeling uncertain, you're just going to get more of that same type of energy connected to you. But if you're like, I got a penny. Yeah, I got this today. I got air conditioning. I got water. You know, like, heck, we live in Bali. Our, our power went out the other day and our water. And it was like, whoa, hold on a minute. No water, no power. It's hot, you know, but it was, we found happiness and wealth in our pool. Like we're going to sit in our pool right now because it's super hot and you know, we're going to sit in our pool. We got water and now we got coolness. And then of course the water and the power comes on. You're like, Oh, you know, it's like bring more of that in. You can change and shift everything in your life. Just the way you feel about it. Yep. It's your perception. Perception is everything. We can't control everything. The water and power goes out. You lost everything in the stock market, all that. But but what we do with it, and that's exactly what I teach. We're like the same person. I was like, just jump in the pool. I was right? just in a tornado this weekend, and we we turned it into a camping trip. You know, versus like, oh, we're going to die. This is terrible. Right. The airport. No, it's what you do with it, and that becomes your story and your memory, and you create a narrative that's positive and forward moving versus a narrative that's struggle and woe is me. And and yeah, and because I live in, in in the industry and live in Hollywood, I know all those millionaires and billionaires too. And right, they, money is not what makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about like I know everyone watches you, Patty, so they know like when Patty comes online, you know what you're gonna get. Like she's just vibrant. She's who she is, right? And you know that when you see someone walk in a room, I love this is always my litmus test on energy and, and who I want to be around. When, when you walk in the room, you know, you can feel it. Like you feel the person, you feel what they're about and like use that. Or you can also walk into a room and go, whoa, like you feel like you can cut it with a knife. It's like not there, but somebody's been arguing in here and you can feel it like that is real. So know that you can also create that same energy for others. And my family uses the analogy of live our life like a movie. Like right now, Patty, you're in my movie. Everyone watching, you're in my movie. I'm in your movie. That's so, right. right? We, get to, we get to say, what does our movie look like? Is it going to have a lot of drama and sadness? Is it going to be painful? Or are you going to just change and shift it and, you know, make it, make it joyful. And certainly there's villains in every movie. We know every story needs a villain. So they're going to be there. It's how you look at those villains or how you let them into your life that creates the scene of your movie. And so every day 
we get to rewrite our script. And I use that with my daughter. She's been growing up and it's like, we would say, Hey, how's that scene in your movie looking right now? Right? <laughs> and I have to do it to myself. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm really causing some drama over here. I need to whoo, shift this, you know, but it's a personal reminder and every one of us can do it. Yep. Every one of us. And, and no one really can, but us. Yeah. That's, that's the it. thing. We, we any- if we're waiting for everybody else to save us and give us that opportunity yeah. or make life happy, even our sparseless partners still can't make us happy. We have to make ourselves happy and then yeah. share it with them. So, um, oh, my book just popped up. Yes, that's my oh, book. That. We have that book. <gasps> we have that book in our bookshelf downstairs. You gave hey. that to me in LA. My daughter Hanalei's read it too. It's great. Um, it's super simple, super simple on purpose, because it, again, I used to say, you know, wait, decades ago, we live in an MTV society. No, we don't. We live in a TikTok society. It has totally. to be shared fast. That's why, again, your books, these separate chapters, each their own world is perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. Small little bite-sized stories that can inspire the world. Yeah. So what do you want to do now? What do you want to do? What is your, do you have a big picture of what Rhonda and her world is going to create? Yeah, you know, it's a really good question. I've been asking myself the same thing. Like, okay, where do we want to go with this? You know, and I I really see uh, Women Gone Wild, like my goal at the end of the series is that we have 80,000 wild women sharing their wild stories, you know, celebrating each other and changing the energy of, you know, the way women treat each other and the way they work together. And, you know, it's like, it's easy to fall back into that little chitty chatty things. And, you know, my daughter's 16 and it's like, those are the times when the girls are like this and they're like this because of a boy. It's like, uh, uh-uh, none of this stuff. Right. And so that's really my vision is to keep, tre- you know, keep trudging forward every day and um, bring Women Gone Wild to everyone's home. So I would love to everyone to, to get access to this book. Um, you can literally get it at wgwbook.com. There's a, the QR codes here and, um, yeah, get access and then share it, read it and share it. That's what made chicken soup for the soul, such a beautiful series. Cause everyone wanted to share it with their friends, you know, and wanted to get more people inspired. Yeah. So let's do it with this book. I have that book right on my shelf, right over here as well. It's, it's fabulous. And from June now is the intuition book. Yep. Next June, Intuition, Sedona is where we're launching that book. And then we'll do some things in New York City as well. Okay. I can't wait. Um, Anyway, you have been an amazing guest. You are perfect for the witching hour because you do bring magic. You are about empowerment, everything that we do and teach and and in your magical only Rhonda way. So one more time, tell everybody where they can find you, both you and what you do and even your PR and branding stuff. And of course the book. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm Rhonda Swan in on Instagram. It's kind of where I play mostly. It's where all my, you know, content things come from. But WGW Book, that's the uh, Instagram for the book. And WGWbook.com is where you can get access to the book. Um, my PR and branding firm's uh, called the Unstoppable Branding Agency. So we're really proud of that. We kind of merged what I do in the PR branding side and brought it into the book side and really expanded the brand because... I always say to people, if you're going to create a brand, create a sexy brand. And if you're going to be anything, be unstoppable (laughs) and stay wild. (laughs) Perfect. So everybody be unstoppable, sexy, and wild. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I love you. And you guys really check out this book, check her out, follow her on social media because you're going to love her like I do. The best. Thanks, darling. You're the best. Thanks.